do not attempt to adjust your color. Vegans in the hood one time. Bless up to the hood. Welcome to Station 528, BNDH. It's the Hood to Health Podcast. It's your homies. Vegans in the hood. Subscribe to the Hood to Health Podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Overcast, and Radio Public at Vegans in the Hood. Follow us and subscribe on all social platforms. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at Vegans in the Hood. Ring the bell. Follow our gift shop at Whole Hoods on Instagram for collectibles and memorabilia. And follow me on Twitter at Vegans in the Hood. Trap line and DM us. Adds troop 424-256-9304. Do not attempt to adjust your color. It's the Hood the Health Podcast. Vegans in the hood one time. This episode of Vegans in the Hood, Hood to Health Podcast is sponsored by Akasha Reusable Water Bottles. Healthy mind, healthy body, sustainable planet. Akasha Reusable Water Bottles. Use our promo code VNDH at www.weakasha.co.uk. Akasha Reusable Water Bottles. HD, what it do, my GZ? What's going on, fam? Man, you know, over here in the Matrix, man, and, uh, Things are good, man. Um, you know, as you know, we're just ramping up to open up the retail store on nine fifteen here in Hoboken, New Jersey. Uh, you know, that's really about sustainable fashion, ethical fashion, and uh, that's right. You know, a collective for the makers, man. You know, support local makers, buy local. So we're excited that we have a brick and mortar. To bring people our, you know, our upcycle fashion and our, our handmade fashion, um, and uh, and yeah, bro. So that's what we we, we kind of uh, hammering down right now. We got we're kind of in crunch time right now because uh, this week we're doing just a bunch of um, merchandising and getting everything in the store and making sure everything is right for when the doors crack. But um, yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm excited. Excited for you. Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, man. So how's uh, Asia, man? You know, I know you got a couple more days before you get back in the real world. Um what's the experience been like for you, bro? Yeah, man. Overall the experience has been dope, man. Um, you know, 
think I got out here at, when, when did I get out here like August 9th or something like that and um, yeah. you know I started off in, in Bangkok for a few days and just to get a little taste of what you know what the city was like and um, you know then I went over to uh, Cambodia and I posted up out there for about eight days man went and checked out Angkor Wat you know get a little bit of nice history. how was Angkor Wat yeah man Angkor Wat is, is dope man it's um you know it's it's these temples that were built I forget how long ago they were built I mean you know it's kind of one of those it's all speculation too you know when yeah, when yeah. they were built I don't think nobody really knows but it's kind of in line with the pyramids you know as far as the the actual um, the architecture and, and the level of um, and, and the design and the you know the carving on the walls you know it's pretty amazing right. to see in in in, um, in person and you know I'll say the long story for another time man but you know um, I was telling you actually I was telling you this before um, and I had a little tour guide you know at the end of it all um, I asked him, I'm like, yo, what the people look like that built these joints? He was like, it was big and black, you know? So that was... Wait, wait, the, the, the Asian guy, you asked, what did the people look like that built uh, the temples? Yeah, I asked him. I wanted to know. I mean, I, I you know, I dug into a little bit of history. I had some... He was the tour guide, basically. So he had all the information. Right, right, right. He has some. He has right. information. Whatever he was taught, whatever you know, whatever's out there in the mainstream. But you know, I had um, I had done a little research on my own, and it was something I've been interested in actually for me for for a few years. You know, so I had my own little version of the history, and um, it's really black history. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I thought that was dope just to confirm that, and um. Yeah, man. In short, that that kind of put the uh, the cherry on top for me, man, because it just connected some dots. And um, yeah, man, it was it was you know that was a dope experience. That's, That's dope. So when you go into the temples, what's the most prominent? Like, what what's, what stands out to you? What stands out is well a few things you know um but mainly just these temples were they're, they're basically in the middle of a jungle you know they're in the middle of a jungle and they have these trees i forget what they're called man but these trees got like these ginormous roots and there's some parts of the temple just be this just being held up by these trees you know so it was just i forget when they actually discovered it in the jungle but um, they cleared away a lot of trees just to expose a lot of the temples and stuff like that. So, you know, they had active form and, you know, they did a little restoration and, um, and stuff like that, man. But just the architecture, man, and, and the level of precision. And, um, I mean, it really is just a, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's really just an architectural feat, man, just... Mm. how all that stuff is put together man and just you know there's there's whole walls of just intricate carvings you know of right, different, right. um deities and stuff like that and just the level of precision is um amazing you know so mm. that's dope that's yeah, dope man. so 
were there any uh carvings of people like on the wall like did you see any um uh, so people that look indigenous of the whole of, like, okay well there weren't any there's no uh and see that the other part of it too is that you know there's original carvings and then there's carvings that came later because you know the original that built those temples they were the Mon Kimmer people you know and these these people were um, you know they were uh, African or, or Negro descended people you know right. but right, right. over the years right. you know um, you know there were little battles and stuff like little skirmishes with like different um, people in the area like like even Thailand if there was a time where Thai people ruled that kingdom you know and then they left you know so there you can see that there's actually certain parts of the temple where you can see where um they made some changes you know but all the carvings look you know the same you know like they're they're it's all hindu based you know a lot of hindu deities like the main temple was dedicated to um a hindu god vishnu and you know, it's kind of all built around that, you know, that whole pantheon of uh, um, Hindu gods and Buddhism. Right, you know? right, right, right. So that was Cambodia. That was Cambodia, man. That was Cambodia. Um, you know, it's, it definitely was a little more rural than um, than Bangkok. You know, so just think, you know, small town suburb versus New York City. You know, some of the roads are unpaved. Um, you know, that de- definitely not as built up. Right. But um, I used noticed, to date this, though, not to cut you, I used to date this Cambodian girl back in the day. She was half Cambodian and she was half black. And she mm-hmm. was like one of the most beautiful females, the queens I've ever seen in my life. Um, I met her in LES, and um, you know, I, I guess she she wasn't born in Cambodia. I think her mother was born in Cambodia, and her father was mm-hmm. was born here. Um, but I always wondered, like, you know, what the rest of the Cambodian women like kind of looked like, and like what was, you know, what uh, you know, what's what's the um, what's the scene there when it comes to you know uh, that feminine energy and, and uh, even like I guess your everyday like your everyday uh, social experiences like what, what is that like so what I found was that in um, you know Angkor Wat is in a city a small town actually called Siem Reap mm-hmm. and for the most part um, they want little to do with tourists you know so you can mm-hmm. have some small talk or whatever but um they're not really they're not really checking for tourists like that but the women are you know they're 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 beautiful you know they have um you know a lot of them are very um you know very fit and slim you know they're um you know they have a lot of uh kind of like black features you know like the noses and and the lips you know um You know, it's almost like you know, you know, it's almost like they they look like light skinned black women. 
you know got but, it um got it just got here you know what i'm saying but all you know very humble you know it's funny because you see a lot of a lot of people the way they get around is on these little motorbikes and um you see the the Kimmer girls you know going to work or going about their day on these motorbikes and they got their you know skirts on and and you know suited up like they're going to work or wherever they you know doing what they do for a living Damn, and okay. um yeah yeah i thought that was pretty dope mm-hmm. just to see how people get around and just see like how the women get around like that you know even even they'll have like you know um a little baby on the front riding with them <laughs> you know what i'm saying or i even seen like grandma was on the back you know? <laughs> yo so, granny yeah. granny holding it down granny on the back yeah so you know it's a little stuff like that man i found intriguing you know because it's so different from what we're used to seeing and and you know for no ain't nobody rocking helmets either you know they just they just riding you know um, right yeah, i right. got some people here or there you know but um that's the yeah, person that right, fell off right. that's the that's the person got their head bust already you know putting this shit on i ain't got my shit and <laughs> fuck my yeah. shit up before before but um you know while i was there i noticed that um how do I want to say this? Um, for for where it is and how tropical everything is, there was a lot of litter. You know, there was a lot of litter. There's actually a big river that runs right through CM Reap. And, you know, it looked um, like it wasn't really in the best condition. You know, um, a lot of trash, a lot of plastic bottles, um, I mean, be flat, be perfectly honest with you, the river looks polluted, mm-hmm. you know? So that just got me kind of uh, thinking about, you know, and looking into some of the, some of their um, water issues there. And, you know, come to find out, you know, they have, um, I don't know if it's so much in CM Reap, but definitely um, there's another major city that's um, not that far away called Nam Pin, but, um, they have issues with wastewater mixing with fresh water. You know, that's why when you go there and, um, you know, the drinking water has a lot of, uh, um, you know, it takes, it takes a little getting used to. And honestly, like I would recommend just, you know, just, just drink bottled water. But, um, it's a little tough to avoid because when you go out to eat, you know, people are cooking with the tap water, you know what I mean? So I had like a little digestive issues for like the first first few days I was there. You know, I had to kind of um endure endure that. Um but it's really tough to get around it. Damn. You know, but that So they got major is it major environmental issues or is it like, you know, in the more rural uh areas of um, I think it's in the more more populated areas, you know. I think areas where there's, you know, like a tourism tourism boom. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like, you know, you start to get a lot of that waste, you know, a lot of that trash, a lot of that plastic everywhere. Right. And I think we're pretty cavalier about just how they dispose of waste, you know. Um, you know, there's not a lot of trash receptacles. I, I didn't see any recycling receptacles. Wow. Any, any, in place for recyclables or anything like that wow so you know i would imagine um you know they're a little 
behind the times as far as you know the environmental things and, and kind of building up their their sanitation infrastructure okay you know that's interesting but, um, um yeah sure so what's what's your diet like out there i mean oh man you know i had to before before i even came out out this way man i had to research where the vegan food was mm-hmm. you know so i actually found um couple of cool spots i found one cool spot in cambodia i don't remember the name and i don't know if you're giving them free promotion either but um it was cool you know like the food I, you know i went there a couple times like the food was dope i was actually trying to get in there and 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 talk to the 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 um the guy that runs it man but they were just so busy all the time that i you know i didn't right. I never got an opportunity to link but i had like a short conversation with him, a guy from the uk and um, you know they they're doing their thing over there, man. You could go to get some good, fresh, clean, organic food. You know, um, exotic fruits. You know, they had the kombucha. You know, vegan um, desserts. You know, it was a real, it was a really dope spot. So once I found that, you know, I pretty much went there exclusively for for my meals. Got you it. know, in Cambodia. Got you. Um. Yeah, and even the establishment itself, you know, it was real. It was real cool inside, man. They had this little sign. They had a little painting on a wall. It said, um, I can't remember, something like uh, something about eating animals and not eating animals. So they, they, you know, they're heavily entrenched into, you know, the vegan culture and sustainability. Dope. You know, they definitely out there trying to promote that lifestyle. Dope. In that way of life, you know. So I, you definitely gotta give them props for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. But that was uh, that was Cambodia, you know. And um, after that, I ended up, you know, heading back to Bangkok. You know, Bangkok's a, a really dope city, man. But here, it's, you know, same thing. I started noticing some things, man. You know, um, it's definitely in line with a city like New York City as far as like the size of the city and you know the amount of people here mm-hmm. um, the tourism and um, you know the same deal like I noticed a lot of waste you know just a lot of plastic bottles you know a lot of um, just trash you know people put out trash they do trash collection every day Okay, they do trash collection like every day of the week you know that's I, you know, I, I've never seen that, you know, but that's how much trash they're, they're generating, you know, but, um, yeah, it made me start looking into some stuff here too about, um, you know, uh, the environment and, you know, it turns out because, you know, they've had like some pretty, uh, some pretty, um, significant economic growth, you know, and, I imagine that's from like, you know, all the tourism money flooding in and whatever else they got going on. And it's allowed them to, you know, kind of become more urbanized. And, you know, with this urbanization brings a lot of environmental issues. And, you know, they're dealing now with, you know, air pollution problems, water pollution problems, you know, stuff like declining wildlife, deforestation you know, soil erosion, you know, waste issues, um, you know, they're starting to have these these kind of issues. And, 
I think, you know, from what I understand, there's some, there's some, they're taking some actions on it, but, you know, these are, these are, these problems are compounded by just how, how fast, you know, their, this society is moving, you know what I mean? Like, I think, um, I had a stat somewhere, man, um, Bangkok alone produces 11,500 tons of garbage per day. Wait. Per day. At least one ton of that is plastic. And that's growing by 10% a year. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was, um, I thought that was pretty significant. You know? So they, they, um, so, so, so they have landfills and stuff, right? Like how are they processing their, their trash? What are they doing? They do. They do. They do have landfills. Um, and I know they also burn a lot of waste too. They have something called uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's it's like a program where they actually you know. And, and this is this is not something that's you know, burning know, waste is not new, right? But they, I know that a lot of energy comes from uh, like they have like coal, like they're burning coal out there for for energy and shit, right? Uh I didn't know that. Not as far as I know. I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah, you know, but um, I think they're, that's they're, not what I'm yeah, aware of. Yeah, um, but no, nah, go ahead. But yeah, man, um, you know, there's a lot of waste. I know some of it gets burned. I know at one point they were actually importing, like taking electronic waste from other countries. I mean, that was like a big business. Um, you know, you're talking about like old playstations xboxes cell phones tvs whatever you know like all that you know they, they were taking in a large amount of waste and then to be processed at these facilities you know you know the stuff gets dismantled and, and disposed of properly but from what i understand um it's not running as tight as it could be and a lot of that stuff is kind of toxifying the environment you know something else interesting i read too about bangkok um you know because it's actually on uh, it's kind of like the southern end of Thailand, and it's pretty. I, I don't know how far away it is from the water, but it's pretty close. And it's built on what's called a alluvial plain of of soft clay. You know, so alluvial plain is um, like when rivers run down from higher ground, and the sediment the sediment starts to. You know how water runs, and, and it brings like the sediment down. The sediment, after it sits for a while, it, mm-hmm. it solidifies mm-hmm. to a point and it forms this clay. So for the most part, Bangkok is built on that. And, um, you know, be, because of uh, because of that, um, I, I think I, I read something that was saying Bangkok is sinking around three centimeters per year. You know, it's like sinking. You know, they got a lot of big buildings, you know, just like New York City, a lot of huge buildings, man. High rises, that's the weight. And then, you know, um, it's even more exacerbated by uh, excessive pumping of groundwater by like industry and and stuff like that, you know, pumping out groundwater. So they got, they got, they got a few issues, man. They got a few issues. You know, I think a good start would be to definitely uh, cut down on a lot of this plastic waste. You know, um, I understand that a lot of plastic is winding up in the oceans and it's it's clogging up some of their um, uh, 
waterways and sewer systems and causing flooding huh. and stuff like that. You know, so I'm reading. I'm actually reading um, right now. It said that uh, that um, coal is 20% of of their power generation. So I guess they have a mix of energy, but yeah, they're definitely using coal as it, it takes up um, their power plants. It's coal fired. Um, yeah, that that is pretty interesting. Um, I would imagine that they 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 have challenges providing energy to um, to the population. It's just a lot of people who live in this country, man, and, and you know a lot of people in these in the big cities, you know. So I would imagine that they they struggle with uh, you know providing adequate power yeah. to everybody, and they they probably have like a, a a variety of ways to to produce energy, you know coal being probably the most archaic but um, yeah I mean because I remember uh, watching movies from back in the day when coal was like the you know the um, the sole way of energy like that that's how they generated energy but the the towns were like soot filled like it was just like a like a like a black film going all over the town and shit so you go anywhere you go anywhere it was just black shit everywhere just because yeah it yeah it it does kind of look like that it does it does look like that man um and i think a lot of it too is like the emissions you know um you see a lot of people sometimes that wear a little mask to try to cut down on some of the carbon yeah uh some of the carbon monoxide and stuff like that man but um yeah i can imagine their emissions is probably crazy over there it's like everywhere there it's just just um you know they have all of the uh they got motorcycles they got everything and then I, I can imagine that all that stuff is not as regulated as the u.s in the u.s you know they regulate certain shit but it's still for me it, it probably could be, be higher but i can imagine a, a country like that wouldn't even be as res- regulated as the u.s well, right, yeah, man. They're, you know, I think the uh, you know the economic growth is kind of happening a little faster than um, you know they can kind of keep up with with adapting, you know. But um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, cars and motorbikes and, and buses. I mean, you know, it's basically the same challenges that any major city in the world has with uh, carbon emissions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's. You know, it's definitely interesting, but you know, I, I've, I've been appreciating the, the the whole thing, man. The good with the bad, you know. Um, it's a lot of good food out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely hit up a couple of vegan spots out here, man. Um, so, yeah, man, it's a couple of same same deal, organic, you know, clean food, hundred um, percent vegan. And even even like the Thai food, man. Like once you once you show them that, um, I don't know if you remember a while back, I posted that Jai symbol, and um, I carried that around with me on my phone, mm-hmm. you know, because you know with that between that and Google Translator, you know, I can go to spots and I can have them make me something with no animal products, like no fish sauce, none of that. You know, right. they can just hook me up like right. some uh, 
some fried rice, you know, with some vegetables. And, you know, it may not be organic, but um, sometimes you, you just can't get it like that. You know what I mean? So I just kind of temporarily, you know, that's situation fresh. just kind of get, get in where I fit in. But yeah, that's dope. With all the emissions and things like that, you know, in these tropical climates, man, you know, um, the climate is dialed in. The temperatures, the temperatures are dialed in a certain way to support uh, um, a wide variety of life. You know the biodiversity. You know, so right. as right. as the as if they start to suffer from the impacts of climate change, it would be a lot more profound because of that. You know what I mean? Like, right. you right. know, once you start getting those, you know big temperature swings you know it just has an impact on it's, it's a larger impact versus some of the other places that does don't have this uh much biodiversity right you know right, but right, right. it's a it's a beautiful place man um so if you had on, your if you had your your druthers so you from from bangkok to cambodia to uh did you go to phuket no nah, no nah, i didn't go to phuket Okay. I didn't go to Phuket. Uh, yeah. So, what, what's kind of like your favorite? I mean, I guess you said Bangkok was kind of a really dope spot, but uh, I'm, I'm still, yo, I gotta send you some bread, man, because I'm looking for some Bangkok kickboxing uh, shorts, man. Uh, have you visit visited the, like the local uh, market and stuff like that? Yeah, I have, man. They have these. Um, they have this mall here, and this mall is freaking. You know, I, I'm not like a shopper like that, you right. know, but they want to go to the mall and just, just see. because from the outside, you know, see. yeah, yeah, you see, it looks crazy, but this mall, it's got like seven floors in it, man. Get the it's fuck like out a seven of story mall. <laughs> yeah, it's in crazy. Bangkok. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I actually posted up in a, um, a restaurant one day uh-huh. to get, to get some food and it was on the fifth floor and, you know, I had like floor to ceiling windows and you get like a nice little dope shot of the skyline, you know, from in there, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting, man. You know, like I said, it's a lot like New York city, man. They have a sky train, you know, you can pretty much get anywhere in Bangkok with that sky train, man. And that, you know, That's it's dope. very acceptable. That's dope. Yeah. Um, I read some things uh, regarding Southeast Asia uh, about just the the uh, the sex industry, and um, they weren't, you know, they it wasn't. It's very disturbing, actually, the stuff that I read that you know a lot of Americans, not just America, but other nationalities as well, they go to Southeast Asia to trick off you know what I mean and and basically like the well you know I definitely ain't trying to pump it up like that but I did notice you know like and even like researching before I came here I um I was reading some things you know but I just took it as like you know what it's kind of like New York City or something I didn't I didn't understand the level of what was going on here until I started seeing some of the people I was traveling with um, you know it was it's just a certain certain kind of traveler you know but um, it's just one of those things man it's something that you know I uh, stayed away from for the most part like where I was like I wasn't really exposed to 
mm-hmm. whole lot of it. So it was kind of like that out of sight, out of mind thing. But I know it. Um, I know what goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what goes on. But um, like I said, it's not something. You know, I'm not trying to really shed a whole lot of light on that. Right, right, right. I can dig it. Um, I can imagine though. Well. You know, for what I understand, you know, there's a lot of, you know, when you start getting into some of the outer provinces and villages and stuff, you know, there's a lot of poor people. Um, and people, actually, I met a girl, um, you know, she was a, uh, she was a, um, a nun in a monastery. And she was telling me a little bit mm-hmm. about how she grew up. And she was saying that, uh, you know, growing up poor, you know, she couldn't go to school. You know, she went, she she did, she did some school, but she couldn't really get into the higher education because she went out into the rice fields with her moms and worked with her moms in the morning to, you know, the all day, you know, like 16 hours, she'd get up mm-hmm. at five in the morning and come back at like, you know, at four in the morning, I mean, to come back at like six at night, you know, mm-hmm. just to make bread, you know what I'm saying? So, um... You, you would imagine with that kind of lifestyle, you know, you know, a lot of people uh, see an opportunity and they, um, you know, they kind of go to it. You know, you come to a big city and they, you know, they're just trying to do whatever they need to do to survive. You know, people will yeah. survive. Yeah, man. So in, in that sense, it's kind of sad. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, who am I to knock what, what people do? You know, like I said, I just... You know, you, you you just see how different people live and what other people go through, and you just take that all in, and you just right, uh, right. Just, you reflect on your own life, that's real your right. own situation. Yeah, that's real right. That's real right. Um, interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. So yeah, for sure. So you've been there. What? How has it been? Uh, Thirty days yet? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's probably been about thirty-one days. Maybe a little 31, 32 days. You know, um, to be perfectly honest with you, man, I probably could be go out here another 30 just for the just for the peace of mind. Nice. Um, nice. But you know, I gotta get back and and, and kinda get back to get back to life a little bit. But it did it did open my eyes up, man. You know, um, I definitely want the freedom to just travel more and not being not being constricted to uh mm-hmm just the 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 regular daily rat race type of life you know what i mean like i you know like if i if i could i'll tell you this man with all the even with with all everything else that we talked about here i would still live here you know i was i would still rock with bangkok you know what i mean like Mm. all things considered you know just because you know it's um the culture is is interesting and like i said man you just feel a lot more free you know it's nobody you know you're not worried about getting pulled over and, and yoked up out your whip you know what i'm saying like anybody looking at you crazy you know right. like you is 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 definitely um right a difference of, of freedom so that that alone i appreciate you know what i mean and then you know it's one of those deals too man i kind of you know being out here man you can kind of spread some awareness to how to help um, improve on the environment. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Oh, so, 
how how has your your local uh connections been like just socially just moving about the town and meeting the locals um i know there's some transplants out there uh how's that been going yeah it's um you know you know I me mean, man I'm, I'm a pretty much a lone wolf man but i'll talk right. to anybody that talks to me man but i'm not really one to um right. go look for conversation but I, I have seen a couple of brothers out here man look american um there's actually a lot of americans out here man i think um you know there's people here just doing their business you know there's there's a there's a large expat community there's a large um you know digital nomad community right um right. you know there's teachers out here to teach english you know that are from the usa so it's definitely a lot of americans here man i've been running into a lot of australians too um you know australia is like yeah the close. Aussies, the Aussies no. run the world man they, they, i find them everywhere yeah but they're they on the island so i would imagine right. if you're on a little rock you know they, they want to get you know yeah. get a little fruit yeah. so um but definitely a lot of australians man i, I met a um I met a girl from Cameroon, you know, I went to a bar and um, she was sitting at the bar. She was, she was from Cameroon, we, you know, we chatted for a little bit. I asked her what she was doing out there. She was just saying that she was just, you know, where she was from, you know, she, um, you know, it wasn't fresh. Like she, she was just out there trying to, you know, live a different life. You know, I don't know. I have no idea what she was into or anything, but um mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's there's a significant African population out here, and you run into a lot of Indian um, people here too. You know, from India. You know, um, a lot of Arabs. There's, there's a lot of people passing through Bangkok, man. So there's a lot of people passing through. Definitely, like no question. It's it's um, you, you know, there's a lot of people from all over the world passing through here. Mm-hmm. You smoking that, that chocolate tie out there? <laughs> Um, you know what? They will put you under the jail. So get the fuck out uh, of here. You know, yeah, that's the not even is, something. To they play. not, they not four twenty friendly out there, huh? Not at all. Like you wow. can drink. My drugs will. They will put you under the jail. So I don't know nothing. About that. Yeah, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. You wouldn't know nothing about that. Shit, damn. Um. So 31 days, beautiful sabbatical, definitely a way to wrap up the summer. Um, definitely um, a way to get your mind right, right? You know, you, leave a, you left a corporate position, you know, you had a chance to kind of download for like a month and then go off to Asia and kind of get another Get exposed to a whole another culture and you know see see how those people are living over there um and i know you said you know you can do another 30 in a clip if you had to uh are you are you excited to come back home and kind of um, start working on you know art and you know the other things you love I, mean, yeah, I, know you, I, know you, I know you miss your lady. You ain't seen your lady in a month. Yeah, definitely, man. You know that. You know how that go. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I've been working on. I've been doing some writing and, and definitely getting into the art, man. More, more writing though. Like I definitely be into the writing. Been mm-hmm. into the writing. Happy. Right. You know, just with 
uh, you know, with the with the you know the clear space, and just you know, it's quiet. You know, I could just get up and um and just you know get the business, man. And you know, what's cool is you know what happens. You know how it is to being a creative yourself, man. When you get an idea, you gotta capture it when it gets into your head. You right. can't be like, oh, I'll try it later, because once it's gone, it's right. gone. Yeah, yeah. I've been, you know. I've been getting in the habit of like, you know, even on my phone, you know, when something comes to my head, I'll just take a note and I'll write that little concept down. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, it's right. well, you know, cause when I get back to it, I could just, yeah, could, you know, build off of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, you know, I wasn't doing that before and I, and I'm, I lost out on just a lot of ideas, man. Cause they really don't come back. I and mean, once they, once they're gone, it's really hard to get those ideas back. Yeah, that's real. That's real, man. Um, I remember when I used to be an artist, like a, a a musician, and that was kind of my process of everything. Any 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 uh anything that would come to mind, I would just write it down, and those were my those became my archives to pull from when it was really time to sit down and really put together a piece of work, a body of work. So. Um, you know whether they were quotes whether they were you know um anything just you know lines just that's how i wrote you know i just write everything little little lines down little quotes down little you know just uh just different things and then i had a lot of material to pull from and then you know at the same time at that particular time i'm i'm thinking of things as well so you know um i definitely know that process that process is uh, something that that I, I I was really um, I was really uh, mastering at one time is how to compile, 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 and to uh, have that that to pull from. Let me ask you a question: How many hours ahead uh, are you guys right now? Um, I'll tell you right now. I know it's eleven thirty a.m. there, and it's ten thirty p.m. here. You know, so that's the other thing, man. I had to really uh, adjust um, my circadian rhythm, man. Like it, it, it definitely was. Um, you know, I thought I was good when I got here. I was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, because I had like, you know, uh, the longest part of the flight was 15 hours. You know, I flew in, you know, north to Hong Kong, and then you know, Hong Kong to 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 BKK was like another four hours you know and it was like some waiting time in between so i was traveling for like 22 hours you know mm-hmm. and i slept a little bit on the plane but um you know it was you know it wasn't really comfortable sleep you know and then not knowing what time it is and right it crazy you know so when i got here it was like two in the morning their time right. you know so yeah, man, that took I, that really beat me up, man. And even now, still, you know, like I could go to sleep at any point, you know. And I don't really have no system. I'm like, when I'm sleeping, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Interesting. Damn. So it's definitely a, a haul. You know what I mean? So if you, you know, anybody's planning on coming out here, you you, you want to definitely be out here for a significant amount of time. Like I, I can't see jumping back being on out the plane two weeks. You know, like two weeks minimum. Right. You know. But um, I plan on coming back out here. Uh, I would like to in April. They have, you know, their New Year is in April. They have a festival called Sangren. Okay. And um, 
you know, it's all about the water, you know, like you could be going through the streets and everybody just got water guns, you know, you go down Dope. like a little soy, soy and they all just got water guns and people just like spraying each other, you know, so um, yeah, it sounds like a good time. A lot of like festive stuff going That's on. Dope. So I would like to come back out here and, and just experience that, you know. Dope, dope. So yeah, bro, man, so it's gonna be good to catch up with you, man, and uh, and yeah, we you know we gotta uh, drop a podcast, drop an episode when you get back in in the, in the building, you know, back to business. Uh, yeah, um, so I'm excited for that, man. On on the twelfth. Probably not the 12th, but I guess I will catch up with you on the 13th so we can uh, get back to business. And, um, you know, we got a lot of things on, on, on the plate right now. So I'm looking forward to getting that to the people uh, and uh, getting you back in the U.S. Hey, man, for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, right, bro. All right, people, uh, we appreciate you tuning in, man. And um, do us a favor. Um, follow our Whole Hoods page. We have some updates coming up coming up about our new brick-and-mortar store here in Hoboken, New Jersey. So definitely follow Whole Hoods. Uh, follow all social uh, media platforms. Um, just remember, it, it costs you nothing to share. Uh, subscribe and uh, you know and, and like you know it costs nothing um, we appreciate all the supporters out there it's been holding us down um, we, pr- we appreciate everyone that's been uh, hitting us up um, and, and just you know with the positive words um, and we'll get back to you lickety split vegans in the hood one time